So I hope everyone did indeed have a good Thanksgiving. It was definitely for many of us a different one. Many of us probably didn't travel to see family or we kept our family gatherings much smaller than usual. Many of us may have connected with loved ones and friends over Zoom. Um, I, I do know a couple of people were so intentional about Zoom that they, they said they ended up actually connecting with more people than they normally did for Thanksgiving because they made it a point to, to reach out. And um, I thought that was, that was beautiful and very intentional. And I want us to invite us into that same sense of intentionality as we make our way into another Advent season. I say another Advent season because yes, every year around this time, that's where our focus is. But like all the other things that we normally do, we're doing it different this year. We are in this unique situation, of course, as we all know, where we are not going to be celebrated in the same physical space. But interestingly enough, I don't think it's because, or rather it is because of, not in spite of, it is because of how we have to do spiritual community in terms of virtually because of the pandemic. It is because of these conditions, I think that we're gonna have a much deeper appreciation and be able to relate more to what Advent means this year for us. Now, what do I say that? It's because this is what Advent is. Advent is truly uh, about the idea of expectant waiting. So in the, in the traditional Christian calendar, Advent is, is that the four Sundays before Christmas, that time before Christmas where we prepare to celebrate the nativity or the birth of Jesus at on December 25th, Christmas time. And uh, it, it, it comes from the word Advent. It comes from a Latin word Adventus, which comes from a translation of the Greek. It's a word perusia, which refers to the second coming of Christ. So this is a little bit of like, you know, for all you like Bible and church heads out there in Christianity, they sort of refer to, to, to three comings of Christ. The first one, when he was born as a baby, the second one, you know, returning at the end of time. And there's a third one I'll get to later, but you know, we all in unity look at these things more metaphysically as opposed to literally, but at the same time, we still honor this time of season for recognizing that. So Advent is all about waiting. And I don't know if you realized, but since March, we've been in one long wait. It's been like we've been having an ongoing Advent. Uh, we've been waiting and waiting and waiting for, uh, in a sense, a second coming of our, of our normalcy, of our routines, of, of what we used to do before, for, for a return. We've been waiting for a return for so long. Uh, we've been we've been triggered by isolation, disconnection, the the absence of routine, and some of our usual self care practices and community connections. Um, we we we've done our best to adapt along the way, um, and 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 uh, you know we've even spoken about in the midst of this COVID experience. There've there've been some blessings that have come out of it. Um, if you were with us for our uh, Zoom Thanksgiving celebration this past Wednesday, uh, we, we sort of talked about that. And I love seeing all the folks who participated in that. Some folks we, we, we hadn't seen for a very long time uh, joined us. Um, so that was a lot of fun. 
but we're in this waiting phase. We're uh, we're waiting for a lot of things. Uh, again, return to normalcy. We're we're waiting for this, you know, this vaccine that we think will make it safe for us to be out and about again. And um, and I I always want to remind folks that you know there's there there is no one point where this ends. Just as there really wasn't one point where this began. We, we, we evolved ourselves into it and we're going to evolve ourselves onto it. And I'm not trying to be doom and gloom here. Of course, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying prepare for a time where, yeah, the, we're going to get a vaccine. We're all not going to take it. I certainly intend to. I know some of you probably won't and they'll, there'll be a whole thing about that. And what do we do? Do we let people who had a vaccine come in and celebrate with us or not? Uh, do we let them attend sporting events or not? How do we check them out? It's going to be a, another phase of transitioning into the post-COVID world. There will be more waiting. But this is a good thing. Because it is through waiting, through this expectancy of things, that we can really lean on the power of faith. Now, for you Advent traditionalists, of course, you know uh, that that first Sunday in Advent is traditionally called hope. Um, in unity, we kick it up a notch to faith. Because in unity, we actually, I forgot who wrote this, um, that, that, that hope is sort of understood as a weaker brand of faith. Why is that? Because hope is really expectation of good in the future. It's, 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 a, it's a human um, approach or quality. Why? Because it's, it's dependent on time. We don't hope for things that we're experiencing right now. We hope for things we're not experiencing good in the future. And it's a good step. It helps It helps pull us out of the doldrums, the, the despair that we're in. And it's an important step on the way to understanding what true faith is about. And what faith is about is that certain knowledge and certainty of our divinity and what living from our divinity brings to us right now in this moment. Faith is often from God. It, it, it transcends time. It transcends space. It's not dependent on something that happens in the future. Faith is a now moment thing. And it's that deep, deeper, deeper knowing that all that we are seeking is already ours in this moment. Not on the material, physical world level but what I think we all actually seek on the inner soul level. Because if you think about it, all the things that we're seeking to happen, to change outside of us are so that we can feel what's already ours inside of us. Peace, love, assurance, abundance. We joy we 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 want to we want to manipulate the things outside of us so that we feel these things inside of us what true faith tells us is that we are already these things because it is the divine of who we are this is the core message of unity and it's a message that you may get tired of hearing but the truth is we need to keep hearing it because we keep forgetting it we keep living as if we don't or haven't absorbed it as our truth. And when we can absorb it as our truth, when we live in faith from those places, then it shifts our belief system. And our belief system is like the starting ground for our, our thoughts, words, and actions. 
if you want to know what you truly believe, look at your words, look at your thoughts, look at your actions. Okay. That's what comes. That's the, the those, those are the outpicturings of what you truly believe. And we can shift our beliefs based on faith, that deep inner knowing, certainty of our divinity and all the qualities that we think we will experience when we have something different happen outside of us. We need to reverse engineer that thinking. And again, realize that we will experience it when we believe that we are already it. Let me say that again. We will experience it when we believe we are already it. And for some of us, that means like, so wait, if I already believe that I'm abundant, that and I am the essence of abundance, that I'm going to get the house of my dreams, the car of my dreams. If I believe that I am, I am all that love is, I'm going to get the relationship of my dreams. Here's what I'll tell you. You probably created those dreams from the human aspect of who you are. You created those dreams from the old belief system. So no, it may not look like what you imagined before, but I can guarantee you it's going to be a lot better. You're going to be a lot more fulfilled when you live it as if you are already it. This is the key element of faith that this time of year, this season of year, this Advent reminder is for. And it's happening now. And the waiting part is to see it unfold outside of us. Over the next four Sundays, we'll be, we'll be exploring the nativity story in various parts. And usually what I've done and other people do is they kind of assign characters from the nativity story to, to the, to the four Sundays of Advent. And, and, and usually in the past, I would have talked about the wise men as, as the examples of faith, as they decided to follow the star, the celestial phenomenon that happened and, and cross the desert, you know, probably as much as 700 miles because we believe there were Zoroastrian priests and, and they came out of, of, of Babylon or that area, which is, you know, what we call modern day Iran now and, and trekked over to, to Jerusalem, Bethlehem, Judea area. And that's about 700 miles of, you know, across the desert just because they saw this thing in the sky. But when we look at all the characters in the nativity story, they all, stepped out in faith. They all recognized something deeper beyond what, what their intellect was telling them, beyond what they were hoping for. You know, uh, when, we, when we look at Mary, who, who would have, in the scripture we read, she was visited by the angel who told her what would unfold. And she embraced the invitation. When we look at, when we look at Joseph, who at that time was within his rights to, to not just leave his wife, but even more dire uh, re reaction that was the time. Um, he chose to stand by her. These were all, these were all acts and examples of, of stepping beyond what the norms of the time were, Stepping beyond what what may have been the hope for 
all of these individuals in terms of life unfolding, they were pulled by something deeper within them. And when we when we look at these stories, probably with the exception of the wise men, they were all they were all predicated with an angel. Mary was visited by an angel. Joseph was visited by an angel. The shepherds out in the field were visited by angels. When we look at what angels represent metaphysically, they're they're divine ideas. What do I mean by divine ideas? Divine ideas is 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 simply another way of of saying the word of God or or divine mind in action. God in action. That's what divine ideas are. God, logos, being in action within us. When we combine that with that deep inner knowing that the message is not just unfolding from us, it, it is us and we live from it. That's when we will have a life experience that we may call miraculous. But I tend to use that word less and less as I evolve in this journey. It's not a miracle. It's the way it's supposed to happen. When we live from the divine truth that we are, when we live in faith, that deep inner knowing, our life is experience is supposed to be one where we do feel abundant. We do feel love. We do have that peace that remains, keeps us centered and calm in the midst of all the craziness that's going on. That keeps us in a place of gratitude and appreciation for what's happening right now, right here, not wishing for a different experience. That's the expected outcome. That's the expected good that we are reminded of during this Advent season. Earlier, I told you that in the Christian tradition, there were, there were three comings of Christ. There was, there was the historical birth of Jesus. There's the returning at the end of time. But there's a third, which is the unfolding of the Christ in us each and every moment. This is what stands under this entire time, this entire story, the meaning of the birth. Is that when we live in faith and from faith, we realize, bring into realization, felt and seen and heard the Christ nature of who we are. So my invitation to you is, as you, as we continue to wait for this pandemic time to be over, as we, as we expectantly hope for life to return to normal, I invite you to abandon those ideas and instead live in the faith of now. The faith that all that you seek to feel and experience fulfillment, connection, love, inspiration, intimacy, abundance, wholeness. It's who you are right now. And there is nothing outside of you that you experience this season or even when this pandemic time ends. 
It's here in your heart. It's who you are. Live it. Be it. And in so doing, you are shining the light of the world that you are. So I'm going to let Keith and Brian remind us to get ourselves up the way. Get those dreams of what's yet to come, the hope of things being different. Get out of the way and let your light shine now. That's the gift that you have for the world.